Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Control your familiar. Never. So you admit it's your familiar? Absolutely. You're a witch. I'm a witch. You're a witch. You're a witch. Is it recording right? That recording sure right. is recording right. Absolutely. How are you doing? I'm sick, babe. You're sick? You would have known that, though, because you live with me. I do live with you. So therefore, I do know. And I have half been taking care of you. And by that I mean I've been making you pancakes in the morning. Only this morning. So I took care of you this morning, I guess and we could say. And bought me cold and flu tablets. Cold and flus and strepsils. <coughs> you did. Oh yes, cough into that microphone. Let the whole world no. hear your sickness and catch it. Cyber catch flu. this influenza. I'm kidding, it's just a head cold. Yeah. Hello. And welcome to you, me, and the Poltergeist. Hello, Poltergeist, Poltergirls. This is your weekly hit of paranormal shit coming at you. Oh, the energy in here. Aggression. So much aggression. (laughs) I've been saving that one up for a special time. And it is our 11th episode today. We hit that straight up 11. Sorry, babe. Okay, you found out what you're thinking. Let's hear it. Yeah, so all day I knew that there was a question that I wanted to ask Brayden. And I I like thought of it when I was unpacking stock. Molly, you need your your chains are a clicking. You need to sit down. Sit. And right now I've just remembered what I wanted to ask you. We get to a hundred episodes. Oh. You the wanna centenary. get matching tattoos. Oh, yep, I'm in. Let's handshake. We're going to do it more audible right in front of the microphone. Okay. They can't hear the shake yet. I have a sore wrist, so this is impossible. My skin hurts because I've got a fever. Okay. So let's not do that again. But I'm sure it was audible. But we handshook on it. The most audible and painful handshake (laughs) in the world. (laughs) Hey, and another thing to celebrate. Baby, we just hit 200 likers. Oh, likers yeah. on Facebook, so maybe it's more than just my grandpa listening right now. Your grandpa, my grandma. grandma. So, you out there, if you are not my grandma and you're listening, huh? make sure you also follow us on our Instagram because we've got oh, a measly yes. 92 we are, over we are there. lagging over there, but that's all right. You know what? That's perfectly fine. No, it's not. We'll, we'll catch up soon, but hey. Anyhow. Um, Anywho. 
Yeah. What else do we have to update on? There's still merch. We just got ours in Ooh. the mail. Super exciting. Mr. Bob. Bob from the Nebraska. The Adventuring Guild. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, well, in, and the Adventuring Guild. <laughs> and from Nebraska. Nebraska. Oh, that was better than me. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bob will be the judge of that voice. Probably, uh, and I'm probably got... super offensive. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Bob doesn't get offended easily, so I'm sure he'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he got a sweet shirt. He got one of our logo shirts. It's fucking yeah. sick. And Go then and check Bob's the next shirt out. day, um, mine arrived, and the fucking hoodie, which you would have seen if you follow us on. Instagram. Instagram, which as you should go well and follow us Well as our Facebook, us but... And Molly got a snood. And Molly from got Bob. a snood. Our first In fan one of the previous, Bob. previous episodes, we discussed uh, my lack of knowledge about what the hell a snood, <laughs> snood was. <laughs> so Bob sent a snood and it fits perfectly around Molly, our It is meant dog for dogs. Dog. Yeah. Um, but they're men for dogs with like floppy ears that get into their food as the um, person messaged me from Snood Time. They've got a Etsy and an Instagram called Snood Time. And um, yeah, they messaged and said that it's actually meant for dogs with floppy ears. They said Molly can just wear it as an accessory. Oh, anyway. And Molly loves it. And Molly does. She's so excited to dress up. So when like, your mum was there. It was so funny. Your mum's like, oh, mail for you, me, and a poltergeist. I was like, oh, maybe. Really? We had, it was addressed to you. It was addressed to you, me, and a poltergeist. Oh, my God. That's and adorable. I, I thought that it was the sticker. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the sticker. And then I was like, wait, why would it be coming to you, me, and a poltergeist? I ordered yeah. it under my name. And then I'm like, holy shit, what is this? I start ripping it open. And then I get the little invoice thing out. It says, fan mail. And I'm like, fan it's <laughs> like I like your mum just there. They're like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And I open it, and it's like it's, it's all wrapped in paper, and it has like snood time on it. I'm like snood. Oh my god, snood. Oh my god. And I'm like opening it. I'm like, it's a dog <laughs> accessory. And Molly's like jumping up, going crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, Molly, do you want to put it on? She literally just shoves her head straight oh, through it. Wow. And I'm like, oh my god. So there you go, Bob. You hear the excitement in the previous <laughs> minute of Belinda talking. It definitely made her weak. Yeah, and then um, I went and had dinner upstairs with Mandy and Tony. And Mandy's like, see, look, there's the fan mail to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. My Grandma dad probably just like, didn't understand oh, how it. precious. How yeah. precious. Yeah, she probably just was like, fan mail. <laughs> 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 Thinking like a <laughs> a ceiling fan sent a letter or something. <laughs> Back in my day, ceiling fans couldn't send letters. Oh, technology! Yeah, technology. <laughs> oh, grandma. Anyway, I think that's been like the highlight of my week, and then I got sick. Probably just such a high point that you just had to drop it. Yeah, my body's like, you cannot handle anything yeah. else after this. <laughs> you had some extreme ups, let's hit some lows with some sickness. Some extreme lows. Yeah. Vomiting, coughing, snotting. Violent diarrhea in the bed. No, it wasn't <laughs> me. <laughs> Don't blame your mistakes on me. It wasn't me. me. <laughs> no one diarrhea in the bed. Yet. So, as you guys didn't, probably don't know, we record our podcast now a week in advance. Yeah, scheduling stuff, and we're just keeping on top of it. 
So, so a week, a week and a bit, ten days sometimes <laughs> in advance. Work really gets the better of us sometimes. And getting sick. We we're supposed to record this earlier on in the week and then hi. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. Sorry for the vocal fry. I have some Vicks on, I'm okay. I've done a whole course of cold and flu. The doctor said just to have oranges and rest. So, so what else is there to Speaking update? of rest in peace. Oh, that segue. What are we talking about today? I don't know, babe. How about you tell the team, the Poltergoys? We are talking about... The Salem Witch Trials. Oh, she hit it. <laughs> and the hauntings and whatnot associated now within the town of Salem. Super exciting. Very active place. It's been plenty of movies, TV shows that have, like, are either based off or touched base with the Salem Witch Trials. Like we said last week with the Amityville Horror House, they, the people see this, you know, the directors and whatever, the producers see haunting things, horrible events, and they just think, gold mine. <laughs> Money to chinga. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I've never heard you say that in your life. <laughs> you just coined a new phrase. Money to chinga. Are you high on cold and flus? No, I finished the cold and flus. Yeah, yeah, you did. It. In, in the last hour. So <laughs> that paracetamol, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I forgot the train of thought I was on. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they definitely have cashed in a fair amount on this. We're not ultimately going to be talking about any movies or uh, popular culture. No, not this that. time. I know that's what I normally like to do. Which is always fun. So I was listening to, sorry to go off track and do a sidebar, but I was listening to um, old episodes of MFM. What's MFM? My favourite murder, if I can keep up with it, mate. And they were touring in Australia at one point, and our accents are very noticeable. Really? I do not even, because like they've got American accents and then you heard the Australian accent against them, like holy fucking shit. We're Australian. We're a country full of fucking bogans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not true. We have a very delicate sounding vernacular. Our accent is was developed from drunk convicts. Drunk English convicts. Delicate. Delicately drunk. Yes, brother. It's pure Australian out there. Australian. You can't even say Australian without sounding drunk. Australian. What? Australian. Australian. It sounds like you're reading it off a teleprompter. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Back on topic. Salem Rich Trial. Rich Trial. The Salem Bitch Trials. I'm gonna just like <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> way back in the late, late 1600s, we talk in the 1690s, nearly the 1700s, 
there was the lovely town of Salem. And it still is around today, obviously, but the town and the surrounding area all had a sudden outburst of terror as people began to accuse one another of being witches as and you do. studying witchcraft. As you do. Back in those times, it's not like you had Facebook or shit to spread rumours. So no, you're exactly. Just... You're just going to shout at your neighbour, you're a witch! You're a witch! I bet you someone <laughs> called someone a bitch and misinterpreted it. Ah, so it should have been the Salem bitch trials. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much was by the sound of it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, this is really a horrible time in history for the United States. So, this all occurred and started occurring. It, it had been in the build-up because the town of Salem was definitely one of Puritan faith, where they were hyper-Christian, you know, sorry, Christian. Christian, they were hyper-Christian, they believed in the Bible and its words and nothing else but. Then came along three young girls named Betty Paris, Abigail Williams, and Anne Putnam, Putnam, who began exhibiting bizarre behaviours. So, they were having hallucinations, headaches, having fits... Uh, feverish sweating, all sorts of weird things. It honestly sounds like my head cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, hey, you could be bewitched. We so, know I am. <clears throat> I'm a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor at the time, in his professional opinion, came in and was like, there's only one reason that these girls are having <laughs> such a terrible outburst. They're under a spell! <laughs> <laughs> and the world went into chaos. It's as very conclusive. Absolutely. Ever, yeah, he was just took one look at him and was like, well, in actuality, what has actually been said was probably the cause was... Uh, Special mushrooms. <laughs> yes, in yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, their rye that they use, I guess, for making bread and whatnot, mm-hmm. there's a specific mushroom that grows in, like, uh, in humid temperatures which would have occurred over the spring so the girls yeah as i was saying so this this fungus grows in their rye and when consumed you know it can go unknown and people can bake it into their bread and whatnot and when they when they consume it it poisons them gives them hallucinations makes them all fucked up and high like you are right now oh god i wish yeah, you wish you were poisoned. Hell yeah, you wish this you're... get me high, motherfucker. You wish you're under a spell. Oh, I'm under your spell. Oh shit! I just like flick my magic wand at you. And oh, no, you listening. do flick a magic That's wand not at my me. Dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit. It's his penis. Yeah. So they ate this, and then you know everyone was just like Jesus. There's some straight up witches operating out of Salem. And the three girls that were uh, originally said to be under a spell, you know, they're young girls. So they just are like, um, yeah, we can name who it is that put us under a spell. And they named three ladies. Hmm. One named Tichuba, who was a slave from the Caribbean, a homeless woman named Sarah Good, and a old elderly woman known as Sarah Osborne. Is that the lady that you talk about? No. Nope. Alright, alright. So, uh, 
out of the three of them, there was only one of the three that actually confessed to practicing witchcraft, and that was Tichuba from the Caribbean. Yeah, but that sounds about right that someone from the Caribbean would be practicing said witchcrafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get into why she exactly... Was she tortured? She was tortured to get the confession. As most confessions are made. And to stop, to stop the torture, all you need to do is commit, like, admit you're a witch. So, all so the odds were stacked against even if you're innocent them. and, like, I'm not a fucking witch, they're like, mm, we're going yeah. to keep torturing 95% of the, yeah, 95% of the uh, witch experiments, not experiments, witch uh, tests involved killing the person, and if they survived, they were a witch. Well, if you could survive a killing, being killed... Yeah, a witch. Is something... Yeah, so out of the, I think it was something like 200 plus people that were said to be practicing and were accused of being practicing, uh, accused of practicing witchcraft, only 19 of those, I believe, were executed. Yeah, five of them being men. Yeah, 19. I know, I actually read some stuff. 20 of them, 20 people executed, sorry. 20 people executed. Five being men. And. Only one of which was not hung. <laughs> and I'm talking about penis or yeah. oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Oi. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> don't fucking raise your eyebrows at me, you yeah. high person. I'm not high. You're high. I am got a high fever, maybe. Yeah, alright, Tichiba. Well, you okay? She's just looking at the ground like, I don't like I it. I bet she's just going to take a shit somewhere, honestly. Yeah. So okay. there was there was one particular lady who was roaming throughout the town who was like, all these people accusing each other of being witches. This is wrong. You know, we've got to stand up for each other's rights. And guess what happened to her? Let me guess. She got accused of being a witch the and deck, she died. Yeah, the deck got stacked against her. And she's like, this... This lady's a witch! And guess what her 84-year-old husband said? He's like... 84-year-old husband. I've been married to this lady for 72 years! Or however long it was, exactly. If you were married more than once, you're accused of being a witch. So I assume up to this point she's only been married to this guy. Uh, and he's just like, I don't like that. I don't like my wife anymore! I'm bored! I want some sweet witch poon out here in Salem! <laughs> witch poon? <laughs> really? <laughs> witch poon? Oh, sorry, bitch poon is it? Bitch poon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. I just want some something new, you know. So I just want. Yeah, he's a creepy old man at this point. Sounds very creepy. He straight up says, "Yeah, my wife's been committing witchery," and. Practice and witchcraft. And guess what? With his sort of final conclusion that she had been doing it, and with such a close to the source sort of witness, she was killed. <laughs> and you remember how I said that one person who didn't die by a hanging? That was her? No, that was the husband. Who oh. then also, karma motherfucker, got a, uh, accused of witchcraft and was crushed. 
to death. Crushed? By fucking what? Okay, so they grabbed his old, frail 84-year-old body, put him on the road, put a board on him, and then stacked rocks on top of him, and were like, admit it, admit you're a witch! And he's like, I'm not a witch, what are you talking about? And they're like, another rock! And they put more weight on there. And he's just like, and they're like, are you a witch? Tell us! And he's like, I'm not a witch! And they're like, another one! More weight! And guess what this guy's last words were? What? I'm not a fucking witch? No. More weight! He just shouted that at him before he was like, and died. Fucking terrible way to die. Oh yeah. So that dude just got straight up crushed to death. death. What a good way to go. So with all these obvious horrible slaughterings of these people... It's pretty clear to see why the town, the modern day town of Salem right now, would be such a hot spot for paranormal activity. So one of the more um, <clears throat> infamous, I would say, witch killings <laughs> yeah. would be that of Bridget Bishop. She was born in the year 1632 and was executed on the 10th of June in, ni- in 1692. It was 19 people that were executed. Back. It was 19. Yeah. 14 women and 5 men. One of them well hung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nature of her allegations on Wikipedia. Um, Bishop was accused of bewitching five young women, Abigail Williams and Putnam. Junior, I think that's how you say that. Oh, was she one of the ones who had originally... Those were the original girls who were having the hallucinations. Those was five young women. Yeah, right. Maybe she got a few. Maybe. There was also Mercy Lewis, Mary Walcott, and Elizabeth Hubbard. A record was given of her trial by Cotton Mather in The Wonders of the Invisible World. In his book, Mather recorded that several people testified against Bishop, stating that the shape of Bishop would pinch, choke, or bite them. The shape also threatened to drown one victim if she did not write her name in a certain book. During the trial, any time Bishop would look upon one of those supposed to be tortured by her, they would be immediately struck down and only her touch would revive them. More allegations were made during the trial, including that of a woman saying that the apparition of Bishop tore her coat. Upon further examination, her coat was found to be torn in the exact spot. Wow. Wow. Or she tore it herself. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she probably mm. just walked through a bramble bush and was just like... <laughs> a what bush? A bramble bush. What's a bramble bush? I don't know. Something they have in the US that probably rips your coat. Um, Mava mentions that the truth of these and many accusations carried too much suspicion. However... William Stacy, a middle-aged man in Salem, in the Salem town, testified that Bishop had previously made statements to him that other people in the town considered her to be a witch. He confronted her with the allegation that she was using witchcraft to torment him, which she denied. Another local man, Samuel Shattuck, accused Bishop of bewitching his child and also, and also of striking his son with a spade. He also testified that Bishop asked him to dye lace, which apparently was too small to be used on anything but a poppet. Nothing says witchcraft. Don't spell casting. 
No, oh, nothing says witchcraft like hitting someone with a spade. <laughs> well, get out of my fucking garden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing my magic plants. I'm trying to poison rye. Get yeah, out of my yeah. garden. <laughs> Devil's child. <laughs> Devil's child. Throw back. Anyway. John and William Bly, father and son, testified about finding poppets in Bishop's house and also about their cat that appeared to be bewitched or poisoned after a dispute with Bishop. Other victims of Bishop, as recorded by Mother Mather, included Deliverance Hobbs, John Cook, Samuel Gray, Richard Coman, and John Lauder. Um, during her sentencing, a, a jury of women found a third nipple upon Bishop, then considered a sure sign of witchcraft. Mm. Babe, I must be a witch. <laughs> um, yet upon a second examination, the nipple was not found. Oh, damn. Witchcraft, bitch. Exactly. It's probably just a crumb from her rye bread. <laughs> 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 In the end, Mother states that the biggest thing that condemned Bishop was the gross amount of lying she committed in court. According to Mother... There was little occasion to prove the witchcraft, it being evident and notorious to all beholders. Bishop was sentenced to death and hanged. Um, to add on to that, after she was um, executed, many believe that her spirit remains on the land afterward in the same spot that her apple orchard was once located, which is now the Hawthorne Hotel. Oh. Oh. And is commonly seen on the sixth floor, materializing in front of the rooms 612 and 325, before quickly disappearing. Many guests report feelings of uneasiness, and all the more in, in those two rooms, which supposedly have strange plumbing and lighting problems. Not to mention disembodied voices that wake up dur- that wake people during the night. Visitors also report curious phantom smells of apples baking. One final tribute to Bridget. Jeez. And that's the story of Bridget Bishop and how she got executed and now that she haunts the Hawthorne Hotel. And you can stay there. You fucking can. We should stay there. We should stay in 612. Oh, right in her room. I think I'd rather the <laughs> the ghost from the Crescent Hotel we talked about that rearranges your room. Although an apple pie baking apple ghost pie would be baking? nice. I don't know if you'd be able to smell it, though. Celiac. I can't smell, A, and I can't eat apple pie celiac disease. Unless she knows that you're a celiac and then and makes you gluten-free. Wow. Yeah. What a just considerate like, ghost. I feel like you're just going to let her know. Yeah, in She advance. might not know what gluten is. She might just make you some rye bread. Yeah, with poisonous <laughs> shrooms. Poisonous rye bread and you're just going to die. <laughs> just hallucinate, yeah. So, I had an idea. Yes, baby. Hey, let's have a little game. Other... Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Let's okay. just have a little game. We'll play a game of which or not which. So I'm going to test which, you. Which is the witch? Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to test you, and we'll see how well you do in proving that you're not a witch. I'm definitely a witch. So whoever, if you get to three witches, or three not witches, uh-huh. we'll, we'll tally them in points. Uh, first to sort of, if I you succeed, if you succeed on proving you're not a witch three times, or if you fail three times, then 
you know, that'll be the ultimate. Well, we know I have ESP, so... Alright, first question. Do you have a third nipple? I do. Okay, so that's one mark for being a witch. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We won't really elaborate on that. It's on my nipple? Does that count? Yes. But at the same time... Do you want to look? No. I've seen it before. But... (laughs) So... Well, don't brag. (laughs) (laughs) So they used to believe the reason why the third nipple was supposedly sure sign of them being a witch was because it was used to feed animals, Uh which they kept as their familiars. Now, on to the next one. Do you have familiars? If you remember back to the first sentence I said at the beginning of this podcast, I did ask you, uh, would you handle your familiars or whatever exactly I said? And you didn't deny it, so that's one mark for a witch. Okay. Uh, and how are you at swimming? Uh, not that great. Okay, that's one mark for not witch. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, I can swim. I can't dive too well. You've noticed that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and but I could tread water for a little bit. Okay. Oh, uh, interesting. You know, I'm putting a mark down for not witch because I believe if I tied your thumb to your big toe <laughs> on the opposite side, you'd probably drown. I'd probably drown. Okay, Actually, that's... I float really well. Oh, okay. I'm taking that off. You're a no. witch. No. All right, all right. What all right. the hell? Just because I float? Yeah, yeah you I'll float. float down here. <laughs> you're a witch. <laughs> if you if they dive you in and you float, you're a witch. So you see the odds are really stacked against the poor ladies and men of Salem who are uh, pretty much all being accused of witchcraft. Here's another one. Here's a good one to prove you're a witch. Okay. I'll get you to pee in a jar. I will then make it into a cake with rye bread which I'll then feed to our dogs, and if they eat it, and then you get hurt by them eating it, you're a witch. I will get hurt because yeah. you're feeding my dogs my yeah, own urine. Because the spells that you cast also excrete into your urine, <laughs> and when they eat it, it'll hurt you. Can we please not do that? Okay, we won't. I don't need my dogs, one, eating bread, <laughs> and two... Eating my own urine. <laughs> Maybe a call to the RSPCA. Yeah, I think so, Dandruffhead. <laughs> Dandruffhead? What the hell am I? I'm sorry, Get I just looked at your head and all I saw was dandruff and that was the best mean thing I could say. So, okay. Uh, if I poked you, say, one of your moles or like birthmarks or something? It is not a mole. Is it a birthmark? It's a beauty spot, okay. and the nurse fucking said so. Alright, well guess what? They would have called it in the late 1600s. That's a witch's spot! That's a sign Satan was there! So am I a witch, because I have a birthmark? What they would do is they'd take a sharp pinpoint and stab it over and over again. What the fuck? And if you were in pain or start bleeding, you're not a witch. Yeah, no shit! Do you bleed? Yes. All right, you're not a witch. So this is down to the tiebreaker. Every month. (laughs) This is the tiebreaker. Witch or not witch, you've got two points for each. So here it is. Okay. So, to prove you are not a witch, I need you to recite the Lord's Prayer without falter, without a slight slip up at all. If you slip up whatsoever, you're a witch. You know I don't know anything. She's a witch! 
Hanger! Hanger from the gallows! You know I'm not religious. I wouldn't know that shit. God yeah, well, you know who else isn't religious? Witches. Witches. So yeah, because you... they hail Satan. Yeah, exactly. You not watch Sabrina. Hell yeah. Normal people like you... Are witches. Are witches. <laughs> so, uh, so it's not hard to see why so many people were accused of witchcraft. There'd be like witch hunters coming around knocking door to door, asking people to dob in their neighbour. If freaking old... Spots McGee down the road shits on your lawn. You can dob that dog in. The witch hunters will be like, "This dog's the devil," and then they'll go out back and kill it, and then kill its owner. I'd be like, "My dog breathes too loudly." They're like, "It's a witch! It's a witch! It's a witch!" If you speak to animals, like say "Good morning," like and give it a pat, you're a witch. Well, fuck me sideways. <laughs> All right, I'm a I'm a fucking witch. Holy shit, what sort of witchcraft you've been doing? What's your favourite spell? The one that made you fall in love with me. Oh, oh. she's good. Would you be a So, one of the most haunted places to come from the Salem witch trials currently in Salem is the Joshua Ward House. So, this house was used for... Witch persecutions by one Sheriff George Corwin after they'd been sort of judged by his brother Jonathan Corwin. They would then go to him and he would, if he wanted to sort of get a uh, um, confession out of them. Alright, so Sheriff Corwin was known as the Strangler. And yeah, as I said, he strangled most of these people into confessions. And the... Joshua Ward House. You can stay out now, but it is not recommended you do so, as there are, or there have been so many experiences with people who have stayed there that have had physical sort of assaults on them and been left with like burning scratch marks across themselves. Uh, our favourite paranormal YouTube channel, the Paranormal, paranormal Files. Files. Uh, very great show. Uh, went to this exact house, stayed in it, and did the only paranormal investigation in the house that has ever been done. They went down to the basement, which still has a lot of the original sort of beams that call in. A lot of spider webs. A lot of spider webs. <laughs> yeah, they're obsessed with those. Uh, a lot of the original beams that were probably used by Corwin to like hang some of the people from. And, like, just torture people with. And, like, a lot of the uh, sort of metal hooks and things that he would have been using as well. A lot of horrific stuff. Mm -hmm. And when they were in there, they were getting some strange vibes. And it's an actual legitimately terrifying video to watch. Like, their reactions to what's going on is, like, so creepy. It's really scary. It's so cool, though. And I get scared by everything, so you can trust me on that. Yeah. There's people who stay there and say that they, uh, since Corwin actually died in the manor, Fuck, in the house. He died there? Yeah, by a blood ailment. Probably some fucking tainted mushrooms or some yeah, shit. Yeah, probably that rye bread, dude. Yeah, you gotta ease up on that rye bread. Maybe he's been brother. eating too many urine cakes. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it. <laughs> that could like, be two <laughs> things. That could be the little urinal soap <laughs> things. Yeah. Or like 
urine in a cake. The dog takes one bite of it, like, spits it out, and he's like, fuck, all right, wasted all my rye, puts it in his back pocket, <laughs> takes it home, he's like, no one's around, looking side to side, his wife's gone to bed or he strangled her, I don't know. And he, <laughs> looking around, he, like, takes it out his back pocket, just like, gets a little nibble in. Eating that urine cake. And then he probably died from overexposure to urine. In his blood. In his blood. And he died died of that ailment. Yeah. Anyways, his spirit is still said to live on that, on the property, in the property, as well as that man who got crushed. He got crushed by Corwin. So So he's there like, motherfucker, I'm with you, bitch. Yeah. He's there ready to straight up be crushed. Can I just talk about an old person, like, real quick, like, sidebar, super cute. Just speaking of old people, I'm imagining that, like, this guy's all, like, sprightly now that he's a ghost. He's like, fuck yeah, bitch. But did you know there's a 103-year-old woman that's just, like, run some, like, marathon in fucking America and got no... No, not a marathon. It's like a 100-meter sprint or something. Oh, wow. And she got another gold medal. Jeez. 103. And the only reason why she, she, she took up running when she was 100... Because cycling was getting harder for her. So she's like, I'm just going to fucking run instead. I feel like running's harder than cycling. Right? Maybe a frail frame doesn't weigh enough to... She does not look frail. She didn't? She was jacked. Absolutely. Jacked for an old lady. One of the most terrifying and renowned like ghost photos oh, that yeah. has ever been taken... Was taken in the Joshua Ward house. By a real estate. By a real estate agent who was going through getting photos for, like, the property. uh, Took a photo of this horrific-looking black frizzied-haired apparition, which is dressed in, like, black clothing. It is vivid. It's not something you have to squint at to see. It's directly there in the centre of the image. Yeah. Black clothing, black frizzy hair everywhere. And very, I'm getting goosebumps yeah, looking at it. It's yeah, really creepy. creepy to look at. And just like, sort of like a blurred face with like very white, pale skin. Uh, we'll probably have this in our Instagram uh, post for this episode. So if you want to head over there and check that out, you'll be able to see what we are talking about. It is a very scary uh, image. And if that lady is there... Uh, yeah, I definitely would not want to stay there. Oh, we're going to stay there, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. If we end up... That's where our honeymoon will be. <laughs> yeah, Salem. <laughs> it's right, I'll accuse you of witchcraft. Happy death day. <laughs> yeah. And then get subsequently crushed. Can I ask a question, though? Yeah, go. Did they ever get burnt alive? No, no that was so a European a... thing. Okay. In a... Uh, in Salem, they actually didn't burn anyone. The main sort of method of killing them was, was hanging. hanging. Yeah. Okay. And then the one. That's definitely. That's just something that I definitely had envisioned. A, a question for. Yeah, the entire of Salem is really just home to like a myriad of different haunted locations. Because yeah. I mean, all of these people who got killed in these witch trials. Didn't have a proper consecrated burial or anything like that. No. Because they weren't allowed it at the time with such a Puritan town. 
so, they were witches. So they're, yeah, supposedly. So their bodies were buried pretty much anywhere and everywhere. So Lord knows. So you could be sleeping in a room and the body, a body could be like buried in the floorboards. Whoa. So Jonathan Corwin actually had his own house, which is called the Witch House, which is the last standing building in Salem, which is actually made entirely from the same materials. Like, it hasn't changed at all. All the other buildings that were used during the witch trials have been sort of swapped out, renovated. This thing's remained pretty well the exact same. And it's called the Witch House. It is a completely black house. Hell yeah. And I believe, I want to say, there's a... I'm not sure if it's up for sale at the actually. It might be. If it's up for sale, we should buy it. Yeah. Talk about flipping houses. <laughs> so they have all sorts of tours going does, through this place. Does America do, like, heritage houses like we do? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Surely they do. Because that would for sure be, like, something heritage listed if it was in Australia. Yeah. Like, Queenslanding. Queenslanding? Queenslander-style houses are heritage listed. When they were, like, built at a certain time. I can hear Mouse barking. He's so frustrated we didn't go to bed with him. He's like, what? This isn't... He went and laid down on his bed so quickly, though, and he's like, oh, you baby. (laughs) Yeah, she's kind of looking at us. Maybe she... Maybe Priscilla's a familiar. Maybe she's our familiar. Or maybe she is a witch's familiar. And I stole her from a witch. Not gonna lie. (laughs) Someone in my family... Who? Your mum? <laughs> Not name of names. May think there's a witch living in our neighbourhood. <laughs> I don't know who, but mum's just like, oh, I think there's a... Oh, shit, I said a name. <laughs> I but, already knew it was your mum. But this person just said, oh, I think there's a witch in our neighbourhood. Your mum doesn't even sound like that. Your mum sounds so much nicer. It's not my mum. It is your mum. Why does she think there's a witch in the neighbourhood? I don't know. <laughs> what house might possess this witch? Black magic. I've seen it. I don't know. No, I don't know. I think. I think she, this. She said. She said this like four to five years ago. Is now. it because there's black? Cats there's black cats around? everywhere, and she's just like, "There's witches everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> That and meanwhile, the black cat's like coming up to us with our dogs, just like, hey guys, want to be friends? And mum's like, be gone, Satan! <laughs> <laughs> the hell, Priscilla? I wish you guys could see Priscilla right now. She's staring at us. She's just like, staring at us. She's got some front boobs going on. She's she a little bit of a fatty. She heard familiar, and now she just is like, what spell would you like to cast, my master? Literally, that's a look she's giving, right? So apparently this Joshua Ward house is... Going back to Joshua Ward house, it goes after the witch house. But this Joshua Ward house is apparently, get this, another one of the most haunted places <laughs> in America. And the world, potentially. So yeah, Salem is just... One incredibly interesting place with such a horrific history of people being killed, accused of witchcraft, just accusing their neighbours and the neighbours' dogs of witchcraft. It's pretty horrendous, but in more research of it, it didn't really last that long. It ended literally in the 1700s. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
And um, all the families... Doesn't, doesn't take long for a small town to accuse every single person in the town of witchcraft. Exactly. And then um, the, the grieving families were reimbursed financially. They were? Yeah, for their grief. Wow. You know all the torturing and everything was actually legal at the time? Although even the uh, Corwin's family and everything that he was, because uh, he was one of the torturers, even that, like, his family just was like, Ooh, But it was legal. This ain't good. Yeah, but he's doing what's within the law. Just strangling the shit out of some women. Yeah, just taking people downstairs, stringing them up, killing them. Oh, well, guess they weren't a witch if they died. <laughs> but, hey, you would never have known. Unless you tried. Rest their souls. (laughs) That's so sad. Back then is such a weird time. Like, murderers didn't go, well, murderers didn't go away for very long. You healed yourself with olive oil. You could heal yourself with olive oil. Everyone had polio. Polio. Didn't want time to be alive. Uh Or a witch. Or not a, witch, not, not a not time a to be a witch. No one suspects you of being a witch now, unless you're my mum. <laughs> <laughs> There's black cats around here. Yeah. Like, I didn't get a black cat. Hey, silly. Yeah. Hey. Salem is one hell of a creepy place. Absolutely. I would like to visit it one day. Let's add it to our list of haunted places. Yeah, when we, America tightens their gun laws, I'll go over. When we have a whole spectrum of loyal followers who can uh meet us around the world whenever we ask hell yeah and can like next tuesday meet us here in salem oh and then people just come along we like forrest gump we're just like running across america run poltergeist run (laughs) yes uh but eventually when we get when we get big enough we'll be doing a world tour for sure a world tour. World tour. I think maybe just Australia, New Zealand, a bit of America. No way. There's so many cool places to explore that are haunted. Think of all the cool Netherlands. Spirits. I want to go find a Wendigo. That's in America. Yeah, and we can bring it back over here. Start a Wendigo population over here. Are you psycho? Yeah. Oh my god, don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Did I creep you out? A little bit. Sorry, that was just the voice of Corwin coming through me. Oh. I don't know. Bit creepy. I'm only doing a bit. I'm just braiding. Okay. I can't look at you because I'm going to ski. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for joining in on our podcast once again. It's been a lovely Friday evening with you. Sorry if we sound a bit monotone. Belinda's sick. I'm tired. It's nearly 1am. Shit, really? Fuck me, dude. All right. I have tomorrow off. I'm going out clubbing tomorrow night, guys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to the beat. Gonna raise your spirit. Oh, I'm gonna down some spirits and tell you what. Yeah. Raspberry vodka. Put them back in the ground. What? Shit, all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. And hey, go and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at You, Me, and Apology, guys. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe you can, to all of our podcasting stuff. <laughs> you can find us anywhere good podcasts are found. You can follow our private Instagram or personal profiles at Braden Farish, B-R-A-Y-D-O-N, number 5-A-S-H on Instagram. 
And Bambi Mackers at B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S. You can find our merchandise on the TNC Network website, which is in the description and a number of other interesting links. Go ahead, get yourself a mug, and then make yourself some hot chocolate, and get yourself a hoodie, and then you drink your hot chocolate wearing the hoodie while you're listening to our podcast, because we're going to give you chills, bitch. And then you spill that hot chocolate on yourself. Don't spill it on the hoodie, though. Unless it's black, then that's okay, because it won't come off. I mean, still don't spill it on the hoodie. That's just rude. I already got pizza sauce on my my hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, I bet there's something on that hoodie already. Because I saw something on the hoodie the other day. I was like, it's stained. You've worn it for two minutes. (laughs) Pizza sauce. Well, there we go. You're down to pizza in the two minutes that I wasn't looking at you. (laughs) And now, once again, of course, to... Bid you a farewell. You don't need to intro and outro. <laughs> yeah, fully. I give it a full like. <laughs> and now I want you to again. bring us out for this lovely, lovely podcast. Here is the matron of the podcast herself, <laughs> and Belinda. Exercise regularly. <laughs> you sound like Jim Carrey. What the hell? <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.